Good evening. Well, we might as well start it. Yeah. Good evening, everyone. Um, this is Paul. <laughs> this is the Wednesday at seven o'clock meeting. Are there any new people here? Mike, can you see if anyone's? Well, I met um, was it Robert from New Zealand. Robert from New Zealand. Yeah. Um, a couple other people look new, but I met Robert. All right, well, let's just, for Robert and the others, let's just uh, describe a little more like the current or the direction of the talk. First of all, we're just taking the uh, non-duality, you know, in its bare definition, which is not and two. So the emphasis isn't on one, it doesn't go in that direction. It's on looking at two. Uh, not saying it's you looking at two. There's looking at two. And the two usually is represented by you looking at the two. So uh, there's looking at two or looking at duality. And then hopefully it leads you to a recognition that it isn't true. It's appearing, but it's not real. And in the, in the negation of duality, and it gets down to you as a subject object concurrently. Sometimes you feel like the subject, like you're the thinker. Sometimes you feel like an object, the thought about. Uh, that duality is seen not to be so. And then there's a finding out of what you are by recognizing what you're not. So you're not duality. And so in the recognition of not duality, uh, there's a rec there's a finding out of what we are so we don't arrive at where we are because we're there already so we have to negate what would cause us to seem to have to arrive somewhere to have to get something to have to experience something to have to lose something to gain something to have to acquire it to have to seek for it have to purify all of that comes from a presumption that in fact you're not what you're looking for this direction of the message is to question that you know the question what you're not that's assuming to be what we are and in that questioning of what you're not the house of cards collapses sooner or later and when it does you find out what you are basically and when you seemingly find out what you are it tells you it, it's always been this way. So basically there was really no finding out what you are. It just seems, it, it's sort of like, a, <laughs> it's a couple of dance steps. When the, when the dance steps are completed, there was no need for the dance steps. So, but in a weird way, there's a need for the dance steps in a way of denying or negating what we're not. And so what I found, the non-duality message needs to be accompanied by a lot of warnings and to recognize uh, the influence of the mental states here. Some people would call it the relative mind, conditional mind. I don't even want to give it that much credit. I'll just say they're mental states. And in those mental states, and we frequently are there going through them or they're appearing through us, uh, in those mental states, 
whenever we t our interest and attention goes there, uh, there we catch it in the act of being identified as a long-lasting, independent, separate thing. And that attribution comes from claiming life. So basically, if you, you want to use the, the term consciousness, or when in recovery we talk about conscious contact, so let's say consciousness would be the experience of life through seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. So in fact, it's consciousness that's experiencing in a way, or initiating the contact. The mental state will take advantage of whatever consciousness brings it into contact with and use what it comes into contact with, consciousness also, to claim that there's a one, that there's Paul who's conscious or Paul who's in conscious contact. And then suddenly the seeing is attributed to a seer. As if without a seer, there'd be no seeing. Yet all there is is seeing, and then the seeing is claimed to imply a seer. As soon as the seer is implied, it seems to be a, an essential ingredient in seeing, which it isn't. The seeing, the living, the feeling, the thinking, the going, the stopping, all of the movements that we call this life would be categorized as a verb or verbing. There's really no noun to be found in any of it. But how a noun is found is by the mental state claiming the verbing to imply there's a noun that has something to do with a huge amount of what it has nothing to do with, really. And the language is the reinforcement of it. We're hearing thoughts in our, in our language, and those thoughts, basically the language is a subjective language used by objects, really. So we speak as if we're a subject, but we take ourselves as an object, and that's, the, that's what's being negated in the invitation of non-duality. There, you're not being invited to one. You're, in, you're being invited to see there's not two, yeah? Why does the not two take precedence over the one if all there is is one? We're not dealing with all there is. We're deal, dealing in a world of appearances. So things that aren't so can seem to be so. In dreaming, anything can possibly be happening, yeah? But does anything actually happen? So being up that ass to the extent that we are, we need to sort of negate the ass and the one that's up the ass to really find out what we would signify as one while we're wishing for it from the idea of two. I don't believe there's a one. There isn't a one or a two or a four or a five. They're just what is. But in fact, there's a weird way that how we arrive to where we already are. And it makes no sense, but that's how it works, yeah? Because if what you're not keeps saying it's, it's what you are, you're not gonna get the sense of what you are. You're gonna have a sense, a conceptualization made up by what you're not about what it would feel like to be what you are. Sometimes it takes fashionable statements you know people look a certain way 
They, their hair grows and they have loving gazes and they speak in monotone and they walk very slowly. And in a way, there's like a mental mimicking of what the mental state would, would think it would look like to be something other than it is. <laughs> just, just being more of what it's not, in my feeling. So the warning is, the first one is the act of claiming. So what, like there was a famous teacher, Trumpa Rinpoche, and in a book he had called, uh, what was it, uh, Spiritual Materialism, something. And the first paragraph, I think, in the first page was, he used the word ego. I don't like the word ego, but he says, this is the first thing you need to know. Whatever ego is brought into contact with, it will take advantage of. That's exactly what's happening, but we don't call it ego we call it the mental states. So the mental state has an intention and then all the states of the mental state, like memory, interpretation of perception, the narration going on, the thought system that's used is, is there to reinforce the idea of the mental state, which is there's a long lasting independent separate entity amongst a lot of long lasting independent separate entities. The one long-lasting independent separate entity is very special. It sees it different than all the other long-lasting independent separate entities because when it sees all the others, it calls them you. But when it entertains the idea of this long-lasting independent separate entity, it calls it me. Yes. Now, all the while, every you is doing the same thing. <laughs> so it's whipping up a certain specialness. But in fact, because all of them are doing the same thing, there's no one doing it. It's like mechanical. So the mental state implies there's a you. Something swallows the a you and then spits out the a and now it's you. And then it sort of, you know, masticates that, throws it up, regurgitates it. And then suddenly it's me. And then you have a sense of terminal uniqueness that keeps you exempt from learning fucking anything from anyone else because you cast yourself as different than anyone else. So even though it didn't work for them, 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 it's going to work for me. Yeah. Well, this is insane because the disruption is mechanical. It's not personal. It's taken personally, but it's mechanical. The mental state, whatever it comes in contact with, claims it. And it's very, very fast in time. The feeling of being the one who did something when there's a noticing of an act is very, very fast. So the doing isn't even dried, you know, on the cement. It's already being used to imply the doer. So, uh, and then what happens is, the doer attempts to do itself out of the doer, which is just more doing. Yeah? And so we sort of get trapped because the way you take something that's not real to be real is trying to get out of it. Yeah? So we lend, we give an impossibility, the idea of being possible, and then we attempt to get out of what we're not in, which reinforces the reality of being in. And it goes on and on and on. So I found by going to satsang, it wasn't enough to hear about what I am. I needed to hear about what I'm not, really.
and to uh, because the lion ain't getting the message that it's a lion while being a lion. Something is obscuring it or claiming it or dis distorting it. And I used to use the word sheep and lion. So there's the sheep programming. The lion is sort of under the sway of. So when it hears the message, it's a lion, it feels something for a short period of time, but then the sheep programming claims it and turns it into, I can become like a lion, which is not the message. The message is you already are what you've been spending a lot of time looking for. And the great news is you weren't the one that spent that time looking for it. Yes? That's it. It's not that you has to be rehabilitated to stop looking for what it is. You see you're not the you that's looking for it. Then there's a loss of interest and attention. And the loss of interest and attention weakens the projection of that you looking for what it is. It just does because we are the light. Yeah. So that you can only live off a of reflected light. And that reflected light constantly goes to that object of you by the obsession of self, by the bondage of self, by the, the interest and attention being ens and enslaved to everything that's about you being a long lasting independent separate entity. There's a loss of interest in that. And then when it's sufficient, I don't know, you'll find out basically, you know, you'll find out because it will probably appear or at least manifest through you in a unique manner. It'll probably be accompanied by a lot of laughing and suddenly that which you used to take so seriously, sort of like the CNN channel now becomes like the comedy central channel to a large extent. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know what to tell you. All I can tell you is this. Yeah. It's, I saw, I tried to look for what I was for a long time. I try to do myself into it. I try to purify myself so I could have that vision. I didn't realize all of that behavior was cast or framed by a statement that we found in recovery to be so true, which is self can't get out of self. I understood that intellectually, but I kept calling one of the cells Paul. And then it made total sense for Paul to try to get out of self. I didn't know that Paul was AKA self. Yeah. So there you go. Thanks. Any me's? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Our friend Robert from New Zealand just got his hand up. Want to go ahead, Robert? Yes, Robert. He shows unmuted, but he's not popping up. We'll go to someone else. We'll go back to him if you later. Okay, Robert, see if your uh, mic is working. Stevie, you want to go for now? Hey. 
Hey Paul, hello everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was at I was at work. Uh, I I was at work. It was a couple days ago, and uh, I just started laughing. I was laughing out loud because I had the the thought came in, and it was uh, like nothing. Nothing of this exists, and I guess something in me i just started chuckling and i was laughing out loud at work by myself and uh and then something came in afterwards and and was like um that's what that's what psychopaths do like when they're by themselves like they they just laugh and it was funny because like i felt like i was having um one of the experiences of like comedy central how i just like I was having the Comedy Central um, going on, um, but something in me was like uh, was saying that was like a bad thing that I was by myself laughing, and it was just funny to watch. And it's been interesting to just be be watching um, the the duality. It's like one one second I can hear the thoughts like I hate myself, and then right afterwards I love myself, and now I find. I finally see well I've recently and um, been seeing that it's neither it's neither I love myself or I hate myself it's it's just the appearance and um, I, I've just been sensing and feeling that yeah it's it's just so obvious um, and it's 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 funny it's funny and it's just so obvious and it's it's nice to laugh about it, um, but also in that, I feel I've been noticing that um, there's there's like things that are coming up in me uh, very repetitive throughout the day, like the body's eyes. Right when I, the body's eyes will see something, and then and then it will it the whole day it will be like focused on one thing like for instance i was at work today and there was a painter that was working with us and um and and he was like uh, he had dark he had, he was a dark skinned man and something in me was like point like uh pointed at at him and it was like i guess very there was like there was negative uh separative thoughts coming up about him and um it was interesting that like it was just so obvious and i don't know i guess i i do have a question today um that i've never really asked is uh paul have you ever had the experience of when you start to i guess wake up from the dream did you ever notice or did you have a phase where there was noticeably um, let's say darker, darker thoughts that were almost just the advertisements were just trying to advertise crazy shit where that's kind of what's happening to me right now. I just see it so obvious that I'm not that, but in that awareness is there, it, the, the selfing is, 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 um, becoming more bizarre almost. <laughs> Well, yeah, if you're like, uh, if you keep renewing the subscription, you get a certain bland uh, download. 
when you start uh, sending messages you're not buying, you're not going to renew, then the messages get dark. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So selfing, selfing, once you're in complete obedience, it sort of gives you a sort of whatever, you know, sort of a pablum version. And but then once you you start getting other possibilities and you're thinking of pressing the delete button and shit, then it's it pulls out the heavy guns. That's what's, <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening. Um, yeah. Just yeah, just don't act out, don't die. Yeah. I mean, gonna... I'm not I'm not I'm definitely not acting out at the picnic, but it's uh it's it's made me cry. Like the past couple of days I've actually broke down in tears and I felt like I had to express it to to my girlfriend and to a few other close friends. Because the thoughts, like they are dark, man. And it's like I I do I feel I feel it so much the freedom. And I've actually had tears of joy as well recently, like listening to a song or something. I just I feel so alive. And um and and so yeah, I, I am pressing the delete button. I am pressing it, um, but it, it keeps coming. So it's like, <laughs> yes, exactly. It'll hope. I guess it'll stop. I mean, and if it doesn't, I'm not that. So it's not going to stop, but there'll be a loss of interest in it. Yes. See, in a weird way, its appearance is based on interest and attention and it's quote unquote disappearance will also be based on interest and attention. Yeah. Hmm. So the interest and attention, what is, is sort of like the reflected light. And then when that interest and attention is, is moved, then the reflection gets, uh, you can see through it more, but then it sort of gets a little, it can get a little more violent <laughs> towards the audience. <laughs> but uh, it's all finite. Yes. That's the good news. Right. And you're, and you're not. <laughs> Steve, you're the one in Toronto, right? Or Canada. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Nice to hear. Nice to. I can't see you, but I recognize your voice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I've Very been watching. I've watched you for a few years. You're in good hands, bro. Just yeah. Just share what you need, and uh, you know, like basically, like Ramana says, you know, your head is in the tiger's mouth. Ramana Maharshi. People don't know. Your your head is in the tiger's mouth. Basically, it's a done deal. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Paul. Very uh, nice to see you, brother. Oh yeah, you're welcome, Steve. Thanks for the report. Yeah, it's awesome. Thanks, Stevie. Um, and Robert, maybe didn't have any luck, but Julie has her hand up. Hey, Julie. I'm looking for Julie. Can you hear? I don't hear her yet. 
Astrid, I'm mute. Rob, Sorry. I see Rob Middleton. Yes, and Johan. Hi, Paul. Hi, Mike. Hi, um, hi everyone. Um, I read your, your, your book, The Unfinished Works, this week. The Incomplete. The Incomplete. Yeah. And there was... Um, They're finished. <laughs> <laughs> all right sorry i'm here yeah no I that's okay um so probably the the question i have for me at the moment is like i do a lot of work trying to read and do the videos and then i start to stop and just really sort of just breathe and i did get a recognition the other day where i realized that so much of what I'm doing is a complete myth. It's a story. And so that was a break for me, like a, a, you know, a freedom. But there is still this feeling that I'm too involved in myselfing. And there was this part in the book where you were talking about the sweat lodge where you were on the second one, yeah. where um, you, you went outside and, and ate the cookies and and realized that you didn't have to become anything anymore right and that to me was just a beautiful example because so much of my conditioning was to become something other than what i was that was the conditioning and it was constant right so there's a lot of wrongness in my life uh, a lot in and so there's this constant drive to um, be something because you're not good enough as you are already right so a lot of the spiritual stuff that I'm going into and I've been doing different programs like I'm I sometimes get confused with the language that certain groups say one another right so the, the basic thing is to just sort of you know, you had that quote with St. Francis of Assisi. So that seemed to land really well this time. You are what you, you know. What's uh, looking is what you're looking for. Right. So again, now I'm seeing, but I still feel like I need a little bit more clarity. But do do you see the duality of that right there, though, in a way? See, a lot of our sentences starts out with I'm seeing and then there's a but and then the coin gets turned over to but I'm not seeing enough or it hasn't stabilized. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. So the both, you know, see the joy that you may get as an eye that's seeing uh, is going to get thrown out with the other side of the coin. You can't have both. Yeah. You can't have one without the other. So both of them sort of get thrown out. Just like the guy before just shared. He saw, mm-hmm. he saw the one and then, and then, of course, there's a dualistic bounce back to the other. And then he saw neither. Yes. It wasn't right. like one battling the other to see which one was supreme. It's not like you, there's two wolves inside of you. It's the one you feed is going to grow. No, there's no fucking wolves and everything like that. It's, an, it's more of a negation of this whole idea, yes? So right. there you are, you're feeling lighter, but you have this problem that you're always seeking, 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 yeah? Now, yeah. 
we think that they're contrary and different, but they're they're basically uh, sewn in the, on the hips. Yeah, they're joined. Yeah. Right. So oh, okay. Yeah. There's a loss of interest in both of those. I never tell. I don't. I'm not. You know. I'm not. Uh, my head isn't proclaiming. I'm seeing all day. <laughs> it's just. There's just seeing. Yeah. There's. There's a, there's no proclamation or a counting how many I, times I've seen that all of that. There's been a long, loss of interest in all of that. That's the freedom. The freedom here, the liberation is from the need to be liberated. Yeah. Right. Yes. See. Yeah. The, see the, the two sides of the coin. The one says I'm almost liberated, but right. This okay. Part. I see. So this like the. But see, it's not like this can't break from that. It's not going to win because right. this is, they're both each other's shadow. Yes? Right. Yeah. So I have this with people in recovery. There's some guys I used to work with that they would go out a lot. Yeah. They'd go back to yeah. drinking. And then they'd want to tell me why they went back. And they'd have this whole process of going over, you know, going back out. They didn't see that was part of the whole problem. They thought, no, I'm speaking from the solution now. No, the whole thing was part of the shit. Yeah. So right. I, I just, I told them, listen, I don't want you to talk to me about alcoholism. Just fucking go to a meeting, get a service. I don't want to hear it anymore because obviously <laughs> your knowledge, self-knowledge is availing you nothing. Yeah. So right. the whole point is being is more than enough. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And what we're saying is it's a loss of interest in all this that's trying to get more being. It's a loss of interest in that, not that succeeding and, get, and getting more being. A loss of interest in that, that wants to get more being. Because it feels that it's going to, sooner or later it's going to have less being. It's all duality. It's all... It's like Jesus says, you can't, why build your house on sand? Yeah. Duality yeah. keeps shifting. There's no, there's no stability available there. Yeah. You can't right. build, you can't build a huge tower on an, on an agitating point. It doesn't. Yes. Right. So, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is a, this is about, oh, it's really about nothing basically. And then once, you're, once your life is now being informed by nothing, from nothing, man, there'll be a lot of finding out. A whole lot, okay. yeah? Right. Yeah. So there, what comes up always is just the doubt. But it's not your doubt. Doubt comes up. Yep. Yeah. Right. Because I did get that in the book. You said it's not your thought. It's, it's a universal thought oops missed you okay yeah so see when the doubt arises and then you say i have doubt what was what's before that uh, okay faith, thank you a faith that you have doubt yeah right right it's all from everything is stemming from faith in a way you're believing right. shit that isn't so yeah true 
and and that's why that's why I sort of asked you the question because what seems to come up with me with just about everybody is everybody's always telling me nope you got to do this you got to do that and part of it is like I start having conversations that feel like dodgeball and I'm always back to trying to understand or get that oneness well co me. keep coming to these meetings and you're gonna lose you're gonna lose the friends that do all that with you will will won't be your friends after a while <laughs> okay no i actually i actually found a lot of what you wrote quite um what what, what do i say um maybe because i tend to be more of an intellectual like read a lot of things but i found it heartwarming I guess that's the right word. I felt it heartwarming because I felt it filling in the answers I needed. Well, there you, know you go, I mean? honey. So that's why we have two talks a week. Yeah. Okay. So we can, you can, you know, pull over to this rest stop and maybe you, you won't continue the journey after you pull over to the rest stop. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We can only hope really. But yeah, that's why absolutely. we have so many rest stops. The rest stops aren't to get you rested for the journey. They're, they're hopefully stopping the journey. <laughs> well, because we're already transcended. We're already transcended. There's nothing to do because we're back to that becoming again. Yeah, but see, when the head says that, it doesn't oh. hold water. When right. you're in that, you don't usually say it, yeah? Because right. it holds water, yeah? Right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Keep coming back. I will do. Yeah. Thanks nice to see you. The rest stop, Julie. And it looks like Robert's got, uh, he's trying again. He's persistent. Yeah. There's Zoe Hi. and Fritz. Oh, hold it. Yes. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Paul? I can hear you. Yes. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, introduce myself to the group. I'm new. I've been watching your YouTube videos for a couple of months now. And um, uh, yeah, I'm traveling a bit lighter. Um, I had an experience about two days ago where there was a bit of family conflict and uh, I could see the duality of the thoughts going through my mind. And... The, the second I saw the thoughts or the duality, I dropped into this sense of great relief and it felt like freedom. It was for a nanosecond, that was it. And it was gone. Seemingly. Seemingly, yeah. But I've been living by the adage, uh, what I see I cannot be, which is similar to what you say. And when I thought about it, I, was, I could see it all, even the experience. So I thought, well, that can't be me, can't be what I am either. So have you got any comment to make on that little experience for me, please? I, I wish you to have more. Okay. That's my, that's my comment. <laughs> See, what sees duality is not duality, yeah? Yeah. See, that's the whole point of non-duality is to see duality from what's non-dual, yeah? Instead of trying to see non-dual from duality. Yeah. We're trying to just 
it's the same, it can be seen in both ways. We're just trying to emphasize one thing that hasn't been, that hasn't been emphasized. Usually when you go to get taught something, you get taught and they people tell you what you are or they describe what it is or all there is is that or whatever, yes? There's a, something's off in that when it's concerning the topic of what we are. You, it doesn't work. It, describing what you're not to what you are works, yeah? So someone describes a mountain to me, I learn about the mountain because I'm not a mountain, yes? But once they start talking about me, to, talking about what I am to me, it doesn't work. Yeah, because what's hearing it is what I'm not. We're in an act of being identified as what we're not. The mountain isn't in that act. Yeah, the mountain, we're the one that gave it the name. It doesn't say it's a mountain. It doesn't say fucking squat. Yeah, so this whole idea is, is to... Stop spending time studying about what we already are. Let's study about what we're not, because the obscuring is what we're, we're not obscured in what we are. We're obscured by what we're not, yeah? Mm. Seemingly, it's appearing to us. That's the great news. It's not true, but it appears to be true, yeah? And so, and when it appears to be true to us, it's almost as if it's fucking true. So you can't just poo-poo that. So we've got to see that I'm not that which it's appearing to be true to. It's not denying it's not appearing to be true to me. I'm seeing other things right now. My perceptions tells me there's an ivory wall about 50 feet away. Yeah? I'm not, why would I want to argue with that? All hmm. we're questioning is, is the claiming to be the one that's seeing the ivy wall. I'm not, I'm not denying the ivy wall, but I, there, I'm, in a, I'm in the act of negating the idea of Paul seeing the ivy wall. That's all it is, yeah? It's just questioning what you're not, yeah? Because, and all it is, is see, here you go. The selfing goes on, and then there's something that's implied, yeah? We're trying to explain the selfing and then a pause right at that point where it's implying something, yeah? And then you see the selfing from what you are and you don't jump into what you're not. You see it, you recognize it, yeah? And then you see all the selfing is pointing, pointing to an imaginary moon. I just look that way and then I suddenly see everything from the moon, yeah? Now I've seen it, I've seen the pointing but there ain't no moon, yeah? Mm. You see the duality because you're seeing it from non-duality. That's the only reason why you can recognize duality. Duality doesn't recognize duality, it doesn't. <laughs> it's constantly, <laughs> so, and oh, what? Whatever can be seen can't be seen, exactly, those things, yeah? I'd much rather have the, the sense of that than the statement of it, yeah? I'd rather have the sense that obviously I can't be that because I'm the seeing of it, yeah? That yeah. to me holds a lot more water than a statement, yeah? Mm. Yeah, but at least, the, at least the table's been turned, yeah? 
the horse is in front of the cart now. Things start making sense. Blue yeah. is blue, red is red, yes? You're not, there's no argument. Yeah, as long as there feels, there's, feels like there's a Paul, there's feeling like there's self-will, yeah? Lose, lose the identification with the individual and you'll see right through self-will. Mm. You will. You'll see right through the idea of choice. Right through it. You'll see it. But you're not spending any time trying to convince the individual that, that it doesn't have any choice because its whole programming is it has choice. What's the point? Do I want to berate the Toyota because it just gets that it's a Toyota? No, it's a fucking Toyota. I'm not going to keep talking to it about it's going to be great when you're up in heaven. It's not going to the garage in heaven. It's a fucking Toyota. Yeah? That's the whole point. So we're just, and we repeat it and repeat it and repeat it because if this, if it isn't seen, if, the, if you, we don't see that table turned, we're going to be looking from the old way the table set. Yeah? Mm. And it's just going to keep readjusting, readjusting. It's going to keep readjusting, but that doesn't mean we're at the other end of the table. That's the beauty of it. This isn't selfing stops. You, it just doesn't complete its mission. It, the implying of the self doesn't stick. There's just mm. selfing. And when you just see it as selfing, you lose interest in it. When you see it as having something to do with self, there's a huge interest in it. When you see it's just selfing, you fucking lose interest in it. Yeah? You just do. Yeah. yeah. I feel the solving of the, uh, the batteries are running low. Yes, exactly. It doesn't have any power. Yeah. No, and it may find an outlet, and it may try to <laughs> send some ex explosions up in the sky, but really, it's, it's constantly in its dying throes. Something mm. that never existed is super afraid of dying. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah bro keep coming back eh? nice to meet you thank you yeah i'm an old surfer like you what i'm an old surfer like you oh good 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 yeah i was just trying to catch a couple of boogie board waves today yeah my neck isn't used to it <laughs> uh, all right mine, see you mine. my friend yes yeah thanks very much oh you're welcome thanks robert rich you want to go Oh yeah, hey. You should reconsider that. No. <laughs> hey Rich. Hey. Long time listener, first time caller. Um nice to meet you. You too. I just thought I'd really share a recent experience, just a small one. Um so I had a mentor five or six years ago whose uh work I did with him really um was quite consistent with your work. So I really appreciate your input into you know the world as that goes. Um I was working with someone in kind of early recovery the past few months and just getting him to try and get the practice in place of, you know, reflecting. And um, we had a minor breakthrough yesterday where through writing about his, um, you know, feelings and situations every day and then looking at some of the operating system, the belief beneath it, uh, he finally got some of that separation like he could see it. He could see this apparatus, you know, going through the day and, you know, reacting and having the same thoughts over and over. And he could really see that system. 
And I think like for the first time he had that minor awakening that he was observing it and that he wasn't it. And it was profound. He, he mm. experienced a big shift and a big relief around not being those things so that, you know, they might still go on, the self will still self, but his reaction and the emotional impact that was kind of causing his chaotic experience, um, you know, had lessened. So while he was still seeing it do the things it does, he wasn't as afraid and he certainly wasn't as fearful about the future as he'd been most of his life. And it was just a really beautiful experience. So, yeah, I just want to share that, it, that just the practice of observing puts you in the role of the observer and and through that, you know, and I, it wasn't anything else. I said to him, nothing else is required. If you can just observe and notice, it will all change and it has started to for him. So it was really beautiful. So I just want to share that. Oh, great. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Yes. And Deep has his hand up. Thank you, Fritz. Go ahead, Mandeep. I'm here. Hey, Paul. Good evening. Um, Hello, Mandeep. How are you? I'm good, sir. Thank you. Um, the mind is constantly involved in selfing. And... and uh, or at least I'm, I, I'm trying to relate my experience to you. And so please correct me if I'm off there. But well, it's not constantly. It's not constant, that's for sure. Or it's operating under the constant assumption of a self. Yes, that uh, is. And, and so that continues. And now there's the idea that, and, and coming through theoretically, that I may not be that, having studied some non-dual these scriptures. Yes. Now, yeah, I wouldn't say I may not be that. Yeah, well, that's a nice way of starting. Yeah. Okay. I may not be that. Okay. So thereafter, the search for the truth starts, but that. Well, hopefully search... it stops. Okay. And that's hopefully where... it stops. And that's where my question is. Can the the finding of truth stops, starts. The searching for truth stops. Then there's a finding of truth. Okay, help me understand Which, that. Because my thought is, as long as the mind is searching, it cannot find it. Well, I'm just saying, that's right. The searching of truth stops. And then there's a finding of it. Yes? No. <laughs> Don't get that. Uh, say who a, say find, again. Who, who would find that? It doesn't matter. There's no who to find. There's finding. There doesn't need to be a who to find. The finding out is that which gets claimed to imply there's a you. The finding is happening first. And what I was, I thought what you said is the search of the searching for truth stops. Yeah. And that's the finding out of truth. 
Yeah? If you're searching for truth and you are the truth, then the only way you're going to find out that truth is the searching for truth to stop or to see you're not that which is searching for truth. Yeah? Yeah? See, if, if you what are struggling true, with but, this, hmm? what I'm struggling with is that the, if the search stops, then this continuous flow in the dream continues. Yes, of course. Then how can the finding be? How can the finding come about? Because what? Something has to stop so that you can find out the truth? That's the assumption I'm sitting with. No, because that would imply there's something that has relevance or power, when, which it doesn't. When you see you're not that which is searching for the truth, you find out about the truth. Yeah, not as Paul, that which was searching for the truth, but basically from Paul. In other words, there's a sufficient loss of interest in Paul, and that's the basis of searching for the truth. Yeah. So now Paul is lost interest. The, the searching for the truth stops and then you find out about the truth. Yeah. Okay. So the, the, the loss of interest in the self leads to the discovery. <laughs> well, definitely. Because we're hoping, we're holding out to find, we want the discovery for us to have. I want to have it. Yeah? yeah. That's what's sort of keeping it away in a weird way. We don't get it. Uh, okay. We so, don't get you know, we don't get the the uh, schematic, so to speak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Here, there's a statement we have in recovery. It says you got to quit playing God. Yeah. It's talking about an activity. All right. It's a, and it says it doesn't work. All right. So then, let's say if. You're, you read that sentence from the identification as self, let's say, yeah? Which is the act of playing God right at that moment. So the act of playing God says, uh-oh, I got to quit playing God, all right? So now that which is acting, playing, acting God, playing God, tries to quit playing God. What is that but playing God? Yeah? Ad infinitum. So that which is playing God can't stop playing God. That which is already truth can't search for the truth. It's a way of disguising the truth. When you lose interest in the search for the truth, you find out what the truth really is. Yeah? That's how it works. You can have 80 different samples of it. That's the, that's the feeling of it, yeah? Okay, perhaps this yeah. I'm going around in circles, but the next question yes. arises, who finds the truth if it cannot be the mind? <laughs> it's, I'm not saying it's finding the truth. It's finding out about the, it's finding out the truth. The truth is us, yeah? Yes. And then there's a finding out of that as this activity is going on. There doesn't need to be a who, Yeah. Or a what? See, this is the mental logic. It gets stuck that if there's any kind of verb, there's got to be a noun. So either I did it, you did it, or God did it. 
Yeah? yeah. It's always searching for a noun. There ain't no noun. It's just shit's happening. There's finding, there's seemingly losing, there's seemingly finding, there's tons of shit going on. It's not predicated or prefaced by a person. There is no, in a way, this is a causeless event because it's dreaming, yeah? It's dreaming. So it seems real, but it's not real. So it's dreaming, definitely, but is it a dream? No, it's not a thing called a dream, but it's dreaming. Yeah? Yeah? See, what happens if you think there's a dream, it immediately implies there's got to be a dreamer. But there isn't. This is dreaming. Yeah? And then the idea of dream and dreamer is part of the dreaming. Yeah? All the assumed nouns are verbs in disguise. Yeah? This is what people drives people crazy. As a noun, they think everything should stabilize and they should be at peace all time. They're a verb. They're dreaming. They're a, they're a constant activity that wants to use itself to produce stillness, which can only be more activity. We don't get it. You're a noun in name only. You're a noun in name only. Yeah? yeah? The Colorado River is, a, is the Colorado River in name only. You can grab a bucket of that water and take it home and tell everyone this is the Colorado River, but you meet, miss the greatest essence of the Colorado River, which is the rivering. Rivering, rivering. We put fucking names on things. There's everything is verbing, verbing, verbing. Yeah? This is how the, the mental state makes relevance. It either, it, hey, it's up to me to find God or not, or I'll be the obstruction to God. It just wants to have relevance. It's made up, bro. Yeah, it's made up. It, or it's being made up. There's nothing that's made up. It's being made up. So once you get a feeling of there are no nouns and then you feel like the whole verbing of what's going on, then all the idea, all the searching for nouns and for who's and for what's and for why's just gets dismissed. You lose interest in it all. Yeah. And you're just living. Yeah. Just is a, is a, is a misnomer living. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, come back, Mandeep. You're a, you don't even know it, but you're a lifetime member of Zen Bitchlap now. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mandeep. Yeah. Thanks, Mandeep. Uh, Michael, you want to go? Is that Michael O? Michael Cannon. Oh, I want to thank a lot of Michaels who donated money to me. They Not to all, me, but to the messenger. They were all me. Oh, well, they are good. There you go. Anyway, give you all uh, the credit. Yeah, a long-time viewer, listener, and um, first-time caller. Um, <clears throat> this message really resonates quite a bit with me. And um, throughout my life, I've had little glimpses of it off and on. 
and um, things can go along swimmingly for quite a while. But I'm also, uh, I just, I was diagnosed recently with PSTD and I didn't know what it actually was, but it had been interfering with my life from that point. I won't go into details about the situation, but so, um, you know, I'd be fine. You know, I, I was very interested in Eastern religion, Zen from a, as a teenager and on. And there'd be years where it'd be like really sinking in, it'd be wonderful. But then uh, the trigger that would trigger the uh, PSTD would throw my life into chaos. And so when I hear this message, there's a lot of confusion because some part of me really wants to believe there is no me, that this didn't happen to me, but it's, it's obvious that it did happen. And there are stressors and triggers that uh, bring it right back into the present moment, but it's a past event. And so I get confused with the message, there's no me, there's no past, there's only now. And you know, to just say that over and over and over again doesn't help uh, when this uh, when a trigger triggers the um, the chaos. Yes. See, but let me jump in there. There is no past, but there can be a past now. Yeah. There can. There's definitely triggers, but there's no you being triggered. But the body's getting triggered. The brain's getting triggered. Yes. There's a triggering, but there's no you getting triggered. Yeah, that's the difference. It's not about there's never a trigger and there's no effects from the, from the past that are seemingly happening now. We're just speaking that there's no you, yeah, that it's happening to or is causing it, yeah? The ownership is all that's being questioned, yeah, in a way. So... I have post-traumatic stress disorder, I guess, PTSD, from getting arrested quite a lot. And I remember when I would take a long flight to Australia or something, and I'd been up for 14 hours, I'd feel rather uncomfortable going through customs because I felt I, you know, they probably had a huge 10 by 14 picture of me in Interpol, and I should definitely be carted off to jail right away. And I would have physiological effects of that anxiety of getting arrested all of a sudden, which happened quite a lot. Yeah, that has nothing to do with me. Yeah, the body, I, but the point is, if I'm trying to say it has nothing to do with me by trying to make wish it away, it doesn't work. That's trying to use non-duality. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, you're gonna feel what you're gonna feel, but is it you feeling it is the difference, yes? What the you wants is not to feel shit. So it will say, well, there is no you, and therefore there should be no feeling of anything while feeling it, yeah, which sucks. <laughs> because now you got a philosophy that seems to have no effect, yeah? But yeah, that's see, that's a, that, hmm? That's the, <clears throat> the confusion and the main point that I have is that when it's happening, and I try to say, you know, well, there. Who is it happening? Yeah. There is no you, but it's still fucking happening. And that's right. You know, when it happens to anyone who's had this kind of uh, disorder, it's it's hell. It's horrible. Um, yeah. So I don't know the use of even knowing or understanding that there is no you that it's happening to doesn't relieve the, you know, the shaking, the confusing thoughts and um, the terror. 
But what it does underneath it, un, what it does underneath it, I guarantee it basically is as a traveling lighter for sure. Yeah, definitely for sure. Because what's knowing it, what's get, what hears this message doesn't need to remember the message. Yeah, it's the spiritual subpoena has been served. I'm positive of it. I've watched it thousands of times. Yeah. Now, you being conscious of that or not has its effects. But the fact is, what you are heard the message. Yeah, it's been delivered. It got through the sheep and it went to the lion. Now, you may be in the habit of being a character in a sheep movie, so you put the sheep outfit on every day, and then you try to use non-duality not to feel like a sheep, all the while wanting to feel like a non-sheep, like a sheep, as a sheep, yeah? And now you've realized that doesn't fucking work. So basically, there's just a knowing of it. It's not... When what you're not tries to apply it, it usually doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't because it, it, it's, uh, its influence is different. It's not, like, it's not like a specific ointment for a specific thing called psoriasis. It's a sort, a, a sort of like a lightning bomb, B-A-L-M, yeah? You don't take things as seriously as you used to or for the length. The wallops get lesser. You allow you you see that you can face life successfully. You travel through life. It doesn't mean everything gets great. It means you travel through whatever is in store for you as an action figure a little lighter. And in a sense, after watching this for years, what the hell do you want more? Yeah. Find some skillful means when you start having that attack. Yeah. To distract the head. Yes. Yes. That's what I would do. I would stop trying to use non-duality as a fucking skillful means. Non-duality is negating that one that wants to use it for a skillful means. Yeah. That's the message of non-duality, really. Okay, thanks. Yeah. And then watch when it does it. You're not that. It's just revealed itself to you. Yeah? Yeah, it just seems easier said than done. So. Well, just, again, uh, I don't know how else to describe it. But uh, <clears throat> let's just start at the point it's not happening now. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't know how much now is going to influence the next now that's going to have that event in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's faith in mind, really. I had a period for about nine months where I was like in a daily uh, panic attack or how people have described panic attacks. I had it all day, basically to different levels of mortal terror. Yeah. The system recognized something was way off. It had no power to do anything about it. And for us was flipping out. And 
I started to get used to it and I could sense when it was coming on to, on a strong level and I'd have to get in my car and drive home because the best way to, to travel through it was laying down and the light that was happening had the feeling of fucking acceleration. So it wasn't just brilliant. I felt my chassis was going to blow apart a lot to the point where I would take money out of where I hide it in my old house and I'd put it in an envelope with the bill sticking up next to the nightstands because I knew I was passing away that night and I didn't want my roommates to be stuck with a dead body. So I put some cash there so they could get rid of it. And that happened more than once, many times in a nine-month period. Luckily, there were three-month segments. So the first three months were fucking off the charts. The second three months would faint like going back to the first three months a couple of times during those months. And then the next three months would faint like they were going back to the one prior. And it's just sort of lost acceleration, lost oomph, and then something got reestablished. And I, hadn't have, I haven't had anything like that for years now. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I mean, I wouldn't wish it on anybody. No. Yeah. So that's been the only way I can. And I mean, seriously, uh, I was sent to the hospital. I broke the blood pressure machine. My blood pressure, they couldn't even gauge it with the machine. I had to stay overnight. They didn't know what was happening. And then they finally realized it was the brain. <laughs> then I talked to an acupuncture guy I used to know, and I described what was happening. He says, you're just having a big Kundalini event. Come over. I went over to his place. He gave me some herbs, and I went to see him like four times a week. And I stay on the table until my pulse changed, like an hour and a half or something. And I managed to make it through until the shit worked out. Yeah. And I didn't get loaded again and I didn't do anything crazy. I cut down. I didn't go on tours, that's for sure. When I was speaking, I'd have to make sure my girlfriend would be telling me, keep it calm, because then if the message accelerated, I would just leave. And it was a fucking... It was a trip. It was a totally a trip. Yeah. And so uh, I have, I'm simpatico with you in some level because, uh, and it was, yeah, it was a trip. So, and I don't know what happened. I feel like everything, uh, you know, I believed, you know, energy is sort of like electricity. You're used to 110 wiring and 110 uh, ampage, but then sometimes it shifts to 220 and it stresses your uh, wiring. And that's what happens. Your organs get stressed when you have an energetic event and it can feel like you're dying a lot. Yeah. Yep. But that's not the case in a lot of respects. And I'll tell you, you know, you know, they had, it was given some purpose in the dreaming oneself out of the dreaming, that's for sure. I have no idea what it was, but the dreaming has continued. I seem to have made it through. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if I thought I was an alien back then, I'm extremely alien now. Extremely alien at the moment. So there you go.
right. So if you need anyone to talk to, just email me and you can call me up. Yeah? When the shit hits the fan. Zen Bitch Slap is a full-service fucking cult. We don't leave anybody high and dry unless it's good for them. (laughs) I could have saved a lot of money in psychiatry bills. Damn it. You probably could have. Yeah. I'll see you, bro. Thank you very much. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. Zoe. Oh, Great. Zoe. Hi, Paul. It's, uh, I've been a long time listener as well. And um, thanks to COVID, I get to finally sit with you. I um, think I saw you for the first time about six years ago. And one of the things you said um, that really hit me was, how can the source of all love ever feel unloved? I wrote that down. And, and um, today, I, I can feel that. I can, you know, it's like there's no need to go outside looking for love. It's, it's all within. And um, I really uh, appreciate what you just shared because that, that even though, you know, it seems like there's this big space opening up and, um, and there's definitely much, um, much more peace and ease. Like the other gentleman was saying, it's like sometimes these rushes of energy come up and when when you just explained what happened to you, that was so helpful because, um, yeah, there was this question of like, well, with, with understanding that I'm not this body-mind, still the body-mind can go through all kinds of things. Is that... Um, is that what you were just saying? Because your your experience with the panic attacks was after you had had this download that that you're not what you appear to be, right? Oh, and I know if you're hearing me. <laughs> I don't know where you are. He's muted. He's muted. Did you lose your sound, Paul? Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's on now. Yeah, I I just missed you, Zoe. Come on. (laughs) You missed my whole... No, no, just the last bit about feeling it. The last, like, minute. Okay, so, you know, you said all this happened to you after you realized that you're not this body-mind, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's, yeah, it was so good to hear that because it's like I'm clear that I'm this awareness, but, you know, stuff sometimes happens with this body-mind, like the other gentleman was saying, like, just whoosh, here comes this energy. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, it's a confusing point because people believe things that aren't true. It's like we believe that there's like a, there is in the universe 
deck of cards, there's a get out of jail free card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, if this I is not the get out of jail free card. Shitty at all, right? Yeah. But it's Say uh, that again. Yeah, it's like a, it then you get then you get rudely surprised okay. when yes, because there's a thing going on that never needed a self to be going on. Right. So when the when you realize there isn't a self, you think a lot of the shit that's going on was based on self. It isn't. It's just going on. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. when you believe that, oh, well, I've lost the, the I've lost the sense of self, then I should never have a cold or no, it doesn't it had nothing to do with self at all. Self is an add-on. Okay. Yeah. Self yeah. is like something that comes after and keeps saying it's before so it always it always is super confused because its logic doesn't doesn't explain shit it doesn't you're you're thinking all right so this is why i felt so shitty now that's gone and you still feel shitty and then you're surprised what maybe there's just feeling shitty maybe it has nothing to do with a person or a non-person that's awesome yeah <laughs> that's the traveling lighter you gotta hey you know you want to call it a hike or an aa we call it trudging the road of happy destiny there seems to be a journey here and you're not going to get gypped you're going to feel a lot of shit yeah and it has nothing it's not predicated on a you or not a you yeah it's just traveling with the you as an add-on, oh, the heaviness can get so profoundly fucking exquisite, you know? Or there's a lighter, you know, you can travel lighter. The Paul can't be that which travels lighter. It's travel, it's like traveling lighter from Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I think <laughs> I think that was it. I just I love um, listening to you. So and thank you and thank your team for putting this on. Yeah. Yes. Thank, thank you. you, Zoe. Yeah. I really appreciate you, Zoe. I always yeah. see your little squares. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Zoe. Thank Enda. you, Mike. Enda, you're up. She spent her once, one question in a year. She spent it well, Zoe. <laughs> now she's got to wait to 2021. <laughs> All right, so who's next? Hi, Sanda. Paul Sanda here. Oh, from, oh yes. From Speak up a little, my phone's probably not working. That yeah, well, maybe All right. my is also not so good speaker okay so from the roof again i just it's very short it's very short i just want to express my gratitude it's so amazing thank you so much you hear me hello oh i don't see him did he drop He disappeared. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Mike, for doing this. It's so 
I'm also very, very thankful to you. My pleasure. Mm. It's good to good to know you. Mm. Thank you. Well, I don't know if he'll come back on to try to say bye. Yeah. Let me uh, see if I can find out. Hey, Mike, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. so start again. I heard. I started. I started to hear Sandra. Yeah. Got cut off. So. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, Paul. I want just to express my gratitude. It's I'm so grateful for that. What is coming through you, <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's traveling lighter, and uh, and uh, the caves are closed. Caves, caves yeah. are closed since shut down and is still shut down in India. The caves are closed. Oh yeah. So you asked me to go in the caves and think on you. Oh, or the, the cave is closed. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, two caves. Two caves. Um, you are the cave, though. Any cave will do. That's it. That's it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just thank you. Oh, you're welcome, honey. How you are you doing well there in India? Um, yeah, it's total shutdown. We cannot move. Um, we cannot go uh, go to the next place. Let's say Pondicherry yeah. is not so far from here. Yeah, not 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 able. Oh, to so travel. you have to stay there. Uh, I can go to Europe, but I cannot come back. And as a, my major place on this earth is here, happened to be, so I would not have a home if I go yeah. to yeah. the west. So yeah. I rather stay here in the shutdown because my house and you are welcome and whoever comes from the group to Arunachala is welcome to come to my place. I have a guest room with a separate bathroom. Wow. Uh, you shouldn't I, you shouldn't say this. Son, you yeah. gotta be very you gotta be very sure what you're saying because you don't know. The Zen bitch slap people, they'll be over there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. It's a, a separate house uh, on the foot of Arunachala, as I wow. showed you this one. Oh, this Maybe. is it. Wow. Moment, what I'm pressing. Yeah, this is it. This is Arunachala. As much oh, as wow. Yeah. And this is the garden now, and it's all separate in the agriculture area. So. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So wow. that's it. Well, you seem like you're in very good spirits today. Good. Uh, yeah, it's it, uh, from la last time. So when we talked together, something we are pushed. And, um, you know, it's uh, like the, the ha holidays happened. <laughs> mm, yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Thank you so much. It is so important uh, the, that to to put to, to put a, to know that what is a hearing in normal case is not is not uh, is a fake and uh, fake reality.
and cannot do anything about uh, about freeing itself. So it's great. Thank you. Welcome, honey. Thanks so much for getting in touch with mm -hmm. us. And uh, yeah. make sure you write, you send Mike a disclaimer about your offer for anyone to come and visit you there. Yeah, from uh, <laughs> uh, anyone. Yes, yes, because for some period of time to visit me, yes. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, great, honey. Thank you. But I feel like I'm there sure. already. I feel like I'm there already when I talk with you. So thank you. Yeah. yeah very yes. welcome. Okay. Good. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, okay. Sandra. Thanks bye for having bye. us. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. No, it would be a nice trip. Go to Judith's and then Sanders. <laughs> Judith in Hawaii, Sanders in a in uh india yeah 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 yeah, yeah. all right Good. let's go mike go to the next guy or woman uh no more hands right now oh great what time is it now do you 830. know 8 30. Oh, 8 30. Oh, 8 30. i like to say i said oh Atish. sorry he's, yeah he asked by chat sorry all right yeah go ahead hello paul hey how are you uh i'm okay Good. Um, so, uh, is there something we can do, like on day-to-day -day basis, to help recognize that there is no now, no, no me, no, no separate me? Yeah, send me a lot of money every day. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's worked for everybody. <laughs> No, go ahead. I'm sorry. What was his question again? Yes. Oh, is there anything to do? Yeah, anything we can do on a day-to-day -day basis to to help with the process of realizing that there is no now, no, no separate me. Uh, I don't know. I don't see. First of all, there's no process. Yeah, there isn't a noun. There isn't a you. So there's no process Ugh. to to unbecome or, you know, or disappear something that's true. Yeah. So, uh, but whatever you feel like you need to do, do it. And then you'll probably, it'll lead you not to, it'll lead you not to feel like you need to do anything. <laughs> you know, mm. you know what I mean? So I guess it's, it's, it's gonna do, gonna happen by itself. It does. Well, it's gonna happen by itself, but you're gonna look, you know, you're going to be moved by it and things are going to happen. Like you come to these talks and shit. This may be all part and parcel of how, you know, some uh, shift in interest and attention is going to occur. Yeah. I mean, it, here it, you know, things. Uh, it's sort of like someone who has an idea for a movie and then he writes a screenplay and then he gets the characters and then they practice and then they do the movements to get the, to, to end up at the desired point where the story is supposed to take them. So to me, there's expression here. And so let's say your interest and attention is shifting. So now instead of going to like, uh, you know, a, a, a $3,000 retreat, 
uh, for four weeks on the internet, you just go to Zen Bitslap for Tuesday and, th and uh, Wednesday and Saturday. Yeah. And then you have left with more time and then you start seeing, Hey, you know, and shit just reveals itself, bro. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I've been doing it for a long time. And well, that's why you, that's why you, yeah. So basically who is it that's been doing it for a long time? It's not you. So maybe you can, there'll be a loss of interest in you having been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what's going on now. You're going to lose interest in the you that's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing is that loss of interest is going to produce what the you is hoping to have produced by doing it for a long time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you won't be able to write a story that you had anything to do with it. <laughs> I haven't heard you mention the word grace. You used to use that quite often. I Did I? Grace? Yeah, today. Yeah. Maybe I mean, I'm you haven't. Maybe I'm just drenched in grace, so I'm not noticing it. I like the idea of grace because there's a lot of shit that's going on that we really don't know what's happening. Yeah? So grace is a nice name for, uh, for something that sort of provokes an inner smile or a sense of joy or gratitude or honoring, you know? If you want to call that all those things that move move you to those positions, grace, that's fine, yeah. Now also last week when you were reading that book or, or a portion of that book from Ramana Maharishi. Yeah. And you were talking about a process like going through something and uh, do, you, do you remember that? Or, about going I, through a process? Well, it seemed like a process, but... Maybe as an action figure through recovery. Mm -hmm. I see. But I don't know. Okay. I can't remember like 10 minutes ago, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what, I, what was said a, a, yeah. a couple of days ago. My girlfriend remembers a lot of what I've said. But I don't. Okay. Yeah. All I know is I like you, bro. And I like to see you travel lighter. And, uh, and part of the message may cause a little uh, disconcernment or confusion, but it's all for the better. Yeah. Yeah. And so Mandeep, Mandeep just re uh, reminded me that you talked about self-inquiry that day. Oh, self-inquiry. Yeah, because uh, we were talking, speaking out of a Ramana book. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Ramana, basically, the story I heard about him is he sat in silence for quite a while, realized nobody was getting the silent transmission. So then he, he first time he spoke, he, he brought about the, uh, the efficiency of self-inquiry to sort of bring you to the vicinity of where you already are, yeah? By negating the opposite selves. So you have the one self 
asking the other self, who am I? Or from whence do I come? And there's a negation of both, yeah? And then mm -hmm. you feel that space that he was attempting to transmit through silence, yeah? You'd feel it, you'd sense it. But uh, I, you know, I'm not a proponent of any kind of process. And he also didn't, he didn't, he didn't frame it as a process. It's, he says, as soon as it's turned into a process, it's not serving you. It's something during the day, yeah? If you run into a situation and it comes up, then you use it. And then if, it's, if there's that sense of presence, you don't need to use it. And then if you feel like you've lost the way or you've gotten somewhere else, throw it in again, you know? It's like a beautiful wrench wrapped in grace, so to speak. You can throw it into the machinery. The machinery stops and you're still continuing. So how can you be the machinery? So there in self-inquiry, it's the who I am who's asking who I'm not. Yes. Right? Yeah. Well, it's who you're going, who I am, and then the other sense of self answers me, and then you ask it again, and then it goes, well, it's me, and then you answer it again, and then it may not say anything, and then you're finally at home, yeah? And when you're at home, you realize you never left home. That's an important part, quality of it. When it dawns on you, it's always been this way. So it negates the, re it negates the reality we've given the dreaming. It, has, it negates it like that. Yeah? yeah? Do you ever know the one that Ramana used? It's an old Hindu uh, story about the lady who had a beautiful necklace and then she loses it. And then she's really bummed out and she gets all her friends to try to find it for her. And they're looking and they're looking and they can't find it. And then they hear about a guy who says he's found the necklace and they go to see him talk and he gives them a plan of how you too can find the necklace. And it goes on and on and on. And then suddenly someone shows up and says, Hey, Julie, touch your neck. And she touches the neck and there's the necklace. So now she believes it just suddenly appeared, but it had never left. Yeah. So now she has great joy in finding the lost necklace. But in fact, the necklace was never lost. Mm -hmm. She just thought it was lost. And therefore, she's also thinking that she found it. Mm -hmm. So the being bummed out based on the loss, it wasn't based on the loss because she never lost it. And the joy based on finding it wasn't based on finding it because she had never lost it. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. That's the message. So in a weird way, you're negating the one self that thinks something is lost and you're negating it with the other self that's trying to find it. And then bamo, and there you are. You're the lady with the necklace and you feel it and you realize it's always been this way. I never lost. I never found. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you. Hey, anytime I get a chance to share that story, I like that story. <laughs> so I appreciate it. Thanks. <laughs> One of my favorites. All right, Mike. Hey, I think we're going to end, eh?
Uh, yeah. Dark. Can I say uh, goodbyes? You may. Disappear. I'm sure he'll come back. Thank you so Paul, much. Oh, you're on mute, sir. Was he muted? Where'd he go? So, all right, I'm here. Well, I just said a very nice thing to Judith. Nice to yeah. see you, Judith. Good to see you, Paul. Love you. Nice, love you. Hey, you and uh, we're gonna go to your house and then the Sanders house. <laughs> wonderful come on Paul. that's gonna be this the zen bitch slap pil pilgrimage but i'm, I'm not gonna to live i'm not gonna leave hawaii everyone I'm else gonna, can go to india i'm staying i'm gonna in take hawaii. care of both of you like kings and queens <laughs> yeah literally bow down and feed you like oh yeah just feed <laughs> us forget the bowing just feed us okay right, thank you. there's karen yeah. nice to see you karen uh, we got Kerry. Kerry, you're getting brighter every week. Good, Mandeep. Nice to see you, Mandeep. Let's not take ourselves too seriously. Uh, Mary, Mary's in her uh, lazy boy, looking very relaxed. We got Z, my main man. We got Richard Ty. Nice to see you, Rich. Always a pleasure. You and I have known each other for a while. Fantastic. Uh, we got uh, John. We got John. John W. There he is. Nice to see you, John. Yariv, pleasure. Vlad, you're looking relaxed, Vlad. You okay? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Right. We got Zoe. Zoe, Zoe speaketh. <laughs> Zoe speaketh. <laughs> Zarathustra. Zarathustra. I'm, I'm going to Sanda's in what? India. I'm going to Sanda's in India. Are you you're gonna go there? Yeah. That's where I'm going. Oh, that's good. <laughs> we got Fritz. Fritz is already there. Sanda, look at all your closet. You may have a Fritz in there somewhere. <laughs> I always endorse your toilet shit. We got Julie. Nice to hey, see you, Julie. Thanks for the question. Sharon, <laughs> Satish, Mark. Nice to see you, Mark. Uh, we got Michael, Ben, Deepak. All right, cool. Johans. Always it's nice to see you, Johans. Traveling well. We got Robert. Yes from New Zealand, Christine. We'll have to talk to you, Robert, when we go back to Australia. Christine, nice to see you there. We got David, he's disappeared. We got uh, John, John K. Nice to see you, John. Brahmi, Brahmi, my, uh, my, my two ninja assassins in India, Brahmi. <laughs> Very good. Brandy and Sanda, you're actually right next to each other in the square. I love it. <laughs> Got the Holding up the north and the south. Huh? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Fantastic, man. The current of Zen Bitslap is moving up the Ganges. Holy, yep. 
We got, all right, we have uh, Susanna. Susanna's going long. She's getting hippified. <laughs> hippified, baby. You're going to be living in a treehouse soon. Sunny. Nice to see you, Sunny. All right, oh, these, the two characters are back from uh, the situation down in Mexico. I hope it went well. Yes? Fantastic. Yeah. Now you need a program. A design for living. Yes. And you live it a day at a time. Woohoo. Uh, we got, I can't make that name out. Luca. Luca's chilling. He got all his questions out in one session. That was pretty good. He's done now. He's taken a vow of silence. We got Joyce. Joyce has gone to sleep, I think. Nancy, the iPad. And then we have a lot of people. Michael, Keith, all these folks. Hey, thanks so much for all uh, all the support. I hope you get to visit Zen Bitch Slap. We got the new website. Dimitri and Julia and Michael's running the show. Everything is, uh, I just feel very, well, the light came on. <laughs> Jesus, someone turned the light on in the closet. They were looking for their overcoat. All right. I'll see you. I'll see everybody. Hey, Mike. Hi. Thanks, Mike, for everything. You going to keep it open for a while? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. All right. We're going to – hey, listen, we're also going to do a package deal if you buy the ticket round trip through Zen Bitch Slap, Hawaii, India, Northern California, <laughs> I'll be your tour guide. I won't be Let going. I won't be going, but I'll, yeah. All right, I'll see you. Sonny, <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you, Sonny. Don't leave me, Sonny. Don't leave me. <laughs> All right, see ya. Thank you, Paul.